Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today is the promised happy episode. Woohoo! And what I chose to be happy was random happy internet articles about funny animal human sweet connections shenanigans shenanigans heartwarming stories Love i think it. i think my note is called heartwarming pet stories oh. can't wait to hear this episode yes <laughs> well you get to be part of it now kip i'm all ears okay so my first story of the day is about how a group of stray cats saved a restaurant that's Yes. Wow. That's, that's a quick What kind way. of restaurant? Give us some details. It is a uh, model train theme ramen shop in Japan. Yeah. All I want, all I want is to go to the model train themed ramen restaurant in Japan. Yes. Thank God it's still there. Thanks it to is. this group of stray cats. So, uh, They're no longer stray, right? I guess not. They but they, they, since they live in the ramen shop now. Oh, good. Okay. That's awesome. Spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler. Whoops. Okay, go on. Uh, Naoki uh, Teraoka owned is a sorry is a railroad modelist enthusiast and mm-hmm. owner of a diorama restaurant mm-hmm. in Okasawa, Japan. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he has all his cool trains set up in like a big diorama around the restaurant. So you eat and you can watch the trains go by. It's a very like niche hobbyist type thing. And they opened in two. And they opened in 2018 and were doing a great, lively business. They had regular customers. Everything was looking up. Perfect. What happens in the future, guys? Wait. 2018. The mm-hmm. pandemic. The pandemic hits. Yes. And guess what possibly was injured in the pandemic for a lot of people? Restaurants. Uh, restaurant restaurant I mean, industry. Most, well, a lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of things. But yeah. um, when I, the food service industry was heavily hit by the pandemic. One, um, servers and waiters and bar like professional bartenders, they couldn't do a lot of their job yeah. because you can't gather and socially eat. When a disease is spread by breathing on each other. Right. Yeah, it's just right. delivery and takeout. Yeah, a little bit of an inconvenience there. So, Tara Oka was basically, him and his family were pushed to the verge of considering closing the shop. Because they weren't bringing in the customers they needed emotionally, it was stressful. Physically, it was dangerous working in the types of conditions you have to work in at the food service. Because I think that is something that people don't even think about how dangerous it is for a pandemic early on that right. is spread by by breathing on people, right. an airborne virus, and how it's like, well, all we do is get like breathed on by people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, any customer facing job, especially when you know very little about the disease you're dealing with, yeah, very dangerous. So they were on the verge of giving up, and then one night, a one fateful night, a kitten, a stray kitten appeared, and the kitten was like sickly, so he decided to. Actually, I'm not sure if this person is a boy or a girl. Uh, <laughs> the owner, the owner, uh, Nikki. Uh, Naoki was decided to take care of the cat. 
and they named him Simba. The next day, another stray cat appeared. So he found a kitten. Sounds very similar to a story I told several episodes back of the kittens we found. (laughs) The barn kittens on a stormy night. Yeah, basically. (laughs) That's like episode one. (laughs) So a sickly kitten showed up, and then a couple days later, once they took him in and were feeding the kitten, its mama showed up. Okay. And in tow, with its mama, brought her three other kittens. She's like, good job, Timmy. She's like, good, you were, I, I kicked you. Your lodgings, Timmy. My big child. <laughs> you were sickly, and I sent you out into the world to go do better than me. And so, um. This is a, this is a pretty great squatting ground. <laughs> so this is a ramen shop, so they have lots of meat, um, you're doing with right. stock, and things like that. So they had a bunch of surplus food, and they started feeding the cats. Right. And seems perfectly reasonable. Timmy scored big. Yes, Timmy oh, yeah. scored Good big. Job, Timmy. And so what actually started to occur was the cat started sleeping on the model trains. And I'll show you oh guys god. a couple pictures. It's through here, you can scroll through that article. Oh my god. Ooh, it's like Mr. Rogers. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like Mr. Rogers. Yeah, it's like a it's a very impressive train dra- uh diorama. <laughs> I'm gonna link all of these uh uh, article so you guys can look at the pictures of the cats. It is the most adorable thing. You I have like precious. cats attacking ah. tidal, oh tiny goodness. model trains, tiny bridges, just sleeping in mountains as trains pass by. Lord, these cats have no oh, respect for the so work that went into building this. No, but they started taking pictures of it. Right. So and they started posting cute. it online. Yep. No, I want more pictures. Okay. Oh, get, give it back. <laughs> I, an Instagram? I need my source material. <laughs> I need their Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hopefully it's somewhere in there. Um, they better have an Instagram. So, uh, I got to scroll back to where it was. So, they started taking pictures of the new crew. And, yes, they did post on Instagram. Good. What's um, Maybe try dom- diorama. Oh, okay. Hang on. I'm giving Heath the Instagram. This is very important. So they started posting them on Instagram and started getting a following. So much so that they ended up basically turning into a cat cafe style. Yeah, situation. So you can come see the dioramas and you can hang out with the cats. Yeah. So that's how cats saved a a small local business. Um, Oh, for some reason I was thinking that it was a story of the building burning down. No. And then the cats. No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They currently, too, so they currently, to the, to at least when the article was written, they have 14 cats in the small restaurant. They're all protected cats, and they they were all rescued off the streets. Okay. Um, they can hang out with animals, come to the customers when they order food and stay with them until they finish their meal. Um, in 2021... As a way to thank his fluffy followers, he opened up a cat shelter and cat-only hotel on the second floor of his restaurant. People can also visit the cat hotel and spend up to two hours while drinking tea and interacting with the cats. Visitors can also do adoption if they want to make a pet, like if they have a strong connection with the pet, like any cat cafe. Right. So... The owner wanted to rescue cats from being killed, so he searched area for highest number of cats being slaughtered. Oh, God. So he would, like, go and rescue kittens. He would go and, like, find where... uh, Why did we use the word slaughtered there? Because I was reading from an article, and that's what the reporter wrote. Okay, I'm horrified. These kittens are going to be slaughtered! This is Japan, and they love cats. Maybe it was a translation thing. No. I mean, it's 
it, the it's correct like, word. I mean, yeah. What is going to happen? So, it like to sleep is odd. Honestly, it's a very he, tame he's way traveled to as that. far as two hundred twenty-four miles to rescue two kittens, Whoa. and he's gotten over hundred animals, found new homes. Love it. Love for, it for him. Wait, wait, wait. Since has helped. Okay. So he's helped around a hundred animals and found new homes for more than 60 cats. Perfect. So he has a cat hotel and they brought back his business and kept him going through the pandemic. Nice. So that's my fun, heartwarming that's, cat saves a restaurant. That's beautiful. They saved each other. They Love did it. save each other. We love that so much. We will put the handle for their Instagram. Yes, we will link it. Is it's, it's adorable. It is very adorable. And now I, I'm assuming we're going to start following them. Yes. Yes. Okay. I already am. Great. We, we stand. So this is the next story I have is probably something a lot of people know because it was a pretty famous story uh, at the time and um, has become big buzz since um, Picard uh, has started airing again, too. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Patrick Stewart. Love Patrick Stewart. And his foster dog, Ginger. Oh. Do you know the story, kid? I do, and I'm sad. No, no, no. This is a happy story, though. <laughs> so, it makes me very angry. It is a bittersweet story. So, yeah. Patrick Stewart spends half of his time in the U.S. and half of his time in the U.K. Right. Because of his acting career, but he's also... He's kind of a big deal. Isn't he? If I remember right, he's a sir, right? He, he got he knighted. Has been knighted. <laughs> sir um, Patrick Stewart. Yes, he's a little bit of a big deal. He is. He he is one of my favorite captains. I do. Yes, I will say my, he is my favorite captain. I like Cisco a little better. Okay. I, I like Deep okay. Space Nine a lot. I do like Patrick. He was like one of my first captains when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Because my Cisco parents. Cisco is a good cat. I love Cisco. He's sassy. You talk to me about Deep Space Nine a lot, so I know you. I, I do like Deep Space Nine. I, I need to eventually finish it. I the like later Quark. Quark is good. Quark. Quark has a lot of character development. Like, I he would does. not say the Ferengi. For Ferengi. They really didn't develop the Ferengi much. They had lore. Oh, Ferengi Quark, is a. Quark is like. Quark, well, that's what they basically did is they're yeah. like, we need Ferengi on the show. And they're like, uh, this is kind of an awkward, semi racist caricature. And we. And it's very. We mis- this up a touch? What if we had characters. <laughs> Where we basically had three Ferengi who had character development and changed as people because they're yeah. character, they're main characters and they're not just one bit characters in the show. Exactly. Anyway, Ferengi aside. Ferengi aside. <laughs> Never put the Ferengi aside. Sir Patrick Stewart, and um, basically started while he was in America. He started working with a uh, wag, wags for walk, walks for wag, walks for uh, yeah, uh, no, that hang. one. Is it? Wags and walks. Wags and walks. That, is it, that the... It's a it's a LA based nonprofit uh, rescue. Okay. And he started fostering for them. Um, in oh, what year was this? I think it was in 2017. Okay. So he started fostering and hit one of his first. And he's always liked pit bulls because. Mm-hmm. Here's a you here's see, a that's why he's my favorite captain. Here's a small wrinkle, guys. Um, pit bulls are technically one of the banned um, dog races in England, which Great. Great. I yeah. find incredibly ironic, given the fact 
fact that the UKC's very first registered breed was the American Pit Bull Terrier. Anyway. Thank you. I'm that, off my soapbox. That is so one of the... The English Bulldog fine. Bin. Pit Bulls, no. Pit Bulls, no. Pit Bulls no. are part of the band. So, here's they the thing. They are a classic. That's bullshit. English Pat- breed. <laughs> okay, back to Patrick Stewart. Just because one can run a lot faster than the other. Yeah. Okay. And yes. have fewer breathing problems. I, I think it's the view it as an aggressive species. Quote, unquote. I'm doing breed. quotations. You can't. Species. Breed. breed. I can't talk. It's fine. Um, <laughs> You're so- like, race? Species? With the word we're looking for is breed. Breed, breed, breed of dogs. Also, I'm being very puffed up right now. Okay. No, so that's bad. It, is, it is bullshit. It is pit bullshit. It is pit, it bullshit, is pit bullshit. Which is firm and comes out quite easy. So, so feed the okay. So, Patrick <laughs> Stewart. only shit rainbows. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm glad to know that Rosie is doing well. <laughs> okay, so, sorry, so Patrick Stewart. I knew that would rile you up. Um, so Patrick, <laughs> I've been triggered. Okay, triggering down. Yep. Um, Patrick Stewart ended up fostering um, Ginger, and he absolutely fell in love with her. He posted her on her Instagram, yep. and him and his wife were like, well, I think this is a foster feel, mm-hmm. and they were gearing up to start going back to England because they were done with some whatever oh filming God. he was working on, He and they went through the process of starting to get her paperwork, because they have a farm, and they're like, oh, she's going to love the farmhouse in England. the farmhouse in England because she's an innocent, sweet baby angel who never hurt anyone in her life. And so they started trying to get her paperwork in place to fly overseas and get her, like, proper dog paperwork for England. And they went, no, that's a bull. No, we don't allow that kind. Discrimination. Racism. And Pat Stewart's, like, even was like, but I am Sir Patrick Stewart, kid. (laughs) Excuse me, I don't think you heard. I am Sir Patrick Stewart. And this is Ginger, my sweet baby girl. Mm -hmm. My my new child who I'm... This is my child, and I am Sir Patrick Stewart. England still looked at him. Speak to the queen. I don't think she has jurisdiction there. No. Even though she is the literal queen. God, the, there was a line she should, in the article. I, I'm trying to uh, find. There was a line in one of the articles, which she is basically like, I don't always mm-hmm. use the, the 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 Pat Stewart card, but I I, was, I like slammed it down here. I can't find it. Sure, right. but he it's for he his did. dog. Yeah, he pulled he pulled that on them. Look, Rightfully so. It's for I your am... dog. You throw it on all the cards you have. Oh, yes. and every also I don't card. support monarchies. Fuck them. But I feel she could have advocated. If she have does one, like dogs. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, I feel or like the queen should be able to have a say corgis. when it concerns like dog. Queens. I say that I I'm fine. Yeah, corgis are corgis sweet. Are adorable. Yeah, I'm um, saying that out of anger because of the pit bull scenario. Yes. Not that I don't. They don't like seem corgis. to have health issues. So we read them into. So yeah. what ended up happening? Worse than others are. was they did end up realizing that it didn't matter how much he was Sir Patrick Stewart, he could not throw around his clot as an actor to get his dog into England. That's bullshit. Yeah, but. So what he did? No amount of Sir Patrick Stewart was good enough. Nope, no oh amount my was gosh. good enough. But since they were her foster family, um, also during some vet visit, they realized she had like some sort of like back leg issues. Oh, I've never heard of that in a pit bull. Their no. back legs are perfect. At all, Rosie's never had issues with her back legs being weird. 
So I'm so glad to hear that in a normal voice. He got her. <laughs> from what I understand of the articles, um, when they had to go back to England, they got Ginger a caretaker to mm-hmm. stay in the U.S. Right. They took care of all the medical bills that involved like uh, extensive surgery for her. Right. And then they worked on promoting her foster and adoption to a new family. And now the... What? They had to... Be, Oliver. I'm sh- Well, okay. He was originally foster... He's going to knock that picture Hey! Out. Oliver! Sorry, our cat is trying to knock a picture collage down off <laughs> the wall from one of his many cat shelves. <laughs> Oh my god, Legitimately Oliver. trying to knock down a ha- hung picture. That could break it, Oliver, from could the you wall. not? <laughs> Demon. There you go. Danielle just flail chased him away from it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. That's exactly this what does have a little head. bit of a bittersweet thing, but I think the story is also very impressive. It's bittersweet, but I'm mad that. England hasn't changed. But you want to know something Patrick Stewart continues to do? He continues to advocate for um, pit bulls. Yes. Even yeah, he so. He had his child stolen from him. His, I'm more sweet baby. I'm sure whoever adopted him is like, yeah, Patrick Stewart, you can come see Ginger anytime yeah. you want. You can literally come. And I would be there. Patrick Stewart, you can literally come over anytime you want. She's sweet, Ginger. Oh my god, I have his cell phone number. Here's a picture of your dog. You just text Patrick Stewart pictures of your... It's like, look what Ginger. Do you want She wants to talk to you. <laughs> hey, Pat Stew. Hey, Pat. I call him Pat. He's my BFF. Um, but he advocates for that. He did even, so on his show, Picard, um, it deals with retired Patrick Stewart. Mm -hmm. He made sure that character while retired had a pit bull pet on the show to be like, look, look, we need. Did I I see it? Because I saw the first several episodes of Picard. I've never seen any of Picard. It's apparently when he's like in the farm area is what I read from the article. I'm sure I saw it. I don't remember because I'm a terrible person who is probably on my phone while also watching that show. (laughs) No one ever sits on their phone while watching stuff. Yeah, no one multitasks. Nope. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) so I, while it is a world bit sad. I think it's a very touching story about how a dog touched even the great Sir Patrick Stewart and yes. how he went to great lengths to make not sure really, Ginger... Not really even. Of course, he was touched by a dog. Well, yes. No. He's not a monster. No, he no. isn't a monster. He likes dogs. He just never had a pit bull before this, and then he's like, I will oh, fight right. them. Pitbulls are the best. <laughs> I'm gonna fight anyone who's ever had it. So, but he's worked hard to get them. He, he's worked hard to advocate for them in England. Hopefully, one day he will get them off the list. And he did do a like a fuck you to England by having Picard actually have a pit bull in England fictionally in yeah. the show. Yeah, because he's from because he believes in his I, actually I think, in the future and how. Wait, is Picard to... from France? He is French. Yeah, and he's Jean, French. Jean Luc Picard. Picard. Yeah. That's right. What other uh, dogs are illegal in? I did not look it up. I just knew he was... This dog was on the ban. No. Happy episode. Dog ban list. I just think it's crazy that... The whole country. Right, in a whole country. It's crazy. Number one, Pitbull Terrier. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Japanese uh, Tosa, Dogo Argentino, Fila Uh, Brasileiro. Okay. uh, uh, Except all kinds of... Cookies, 
cookies? Oh. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this law also makes against me like the law less. to sell a band dog, abandon a band dog, give away a band dog, or breed from a band dog. So yeah, it's just those four. Well, I would hope it wasn't a bunch of breeds, but that's still very upsetting. Those are all perfectly fine dogs. There's nothing. Yeah. Wrong There's with nothing wrong with any breed of so, dog. So Argentino is like big, but so what? So Ginger has a lovely home. Sean Luke Picard. Has a pit bull in the TV show. She has it a pit bull in the TV show. And Patrick Stewart, I think he still actually helps foster animals and he does do campaigns. Right. So You're not going to stop fostering after that. We we love you. We we love you, Patrick Stewart. Okay. Yes. Yes. On to my next story. Fuck How, you, England. Fuck you, England. We love you, Patrick Stewart. Okay. Um, do better, Queen. <laughs> So we're going to talk about how shade at the queen. This is another great adoption movement. Mm-hmm. So there's a pizza place in New York who's just one. The the story does surround just one. I tell you what though, I bet you it's not better than Atlas Pizza in Gainesville, Georgia. That is sure. the best pizza place on planet earth go ahead with your story so this place <laughs> is called just pizza and wings co it is a franchise in amherst new york and what a shop started doing um because the owner's kid um okay so mary alloy who is the owner of the franchise with three of her kids began volunteering at society uh SPCA, Society for Prevention yeah. of Cruelty to Animals. Right. And the she came up with a neat, neat idea is in if you, um, in order to get more awareness for the dogs and the shelters in their area who needed homes, they started attaching adoption signs to pizza boxes. If you guys look oh. up, look up. Everyone look up. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, it's oh. got a picture of the dogs and there's pizza going into their mouths. And, you know and it has the information. Like? Those oh. dogs look like pitbulls. Those do look like pit mixes. So precious smooching. The little clip art pizzas, just to be clear, they're not feeding them actual pizza. No. Charlie did eat an entire pizza once. I was very mad at him. Oh my god, an entire pizza? So we left it on the counter. That was the best day of his life, right? As we know, Charles is both a hungry uh, skinny dog and also a hungry skinny dog that is uh, learning how tall he is. Mm Mm-hmm. And we made a couple of frozen pizzas for ourselves. We were minding our own business. Yeah. Yeah. And then we both left. I think we both went to our respective offices for mm-hmm. like 20 minutes and then returned to the kitchen. And we were like, oh, where, where did the whole pizza go? That was the best day of his life. Best day of his life. He also just recently pulled a whole carton of eggs off the counter and ate the entire carton of eggs. What? Did Rosie get any part of any of this food? I'm sure she did. Okay. She but then to. she retreated peacefully and was sleeping on the couch and no one ever helped <laughs> her. Innocent with nothing in her fur. <laughs> nothing in her fur or anything. No. Neither one of them look messy. They're very clean eaters, but there's no boy didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so he could just eat it on the counter. Yeah, why would he knock it down? On top of eat the whole thing. So, on top, it's okay. Uh, What we never stray off topic. Um, So, on top of posting um, flyers for basically dogs in the shelter system who need homes, if anyone actually adopts any of the dogs from the pizza box, they get a $50 certificate. 
to the pizza place. Whoa, to, that's really generous and awesome. Yeah, so if you adopt a dog from this, if you saw a flyer and like, man, I really love that dog. Let me go call and adopt it. And you go, hey, I adopted this dog. Mm-hmm. Give me 50 bucks. Yeah, because of you and your garbage, I adopted this dog. And it has a coupon. And it has helped increase adoption rates and awareness because, um, for instance, on a, um, the shop gets more businesses. Like the restaurant usually goes through about 600 to 800 boxes a week. So that's 600 to 800 flyers just handed out to people. That's right. So it helps uh, provide awareness. Then they're helping their local shelter community. And I thought that was just a nice, sweet story. Love it. And then some people got some dogs in order to get a $50 gift card. Yeah. I did think of that, but you know what? And then they had a dog who ate the pizza. And then they shared the pizza with the dog. dog. Not healthy for dogs, but best day of their life. Stinky parts. Yes. Um, I think Mm -hmm. that the odds or, or the, the, uh, the regular occurrence of someone adopting a dog just for a fifty dollars. Like I don't think also, that's going to be. Remember, no, it's not. this is from a <laughs> shelter a system. This right, is also yeah. from a shelter system where, I, unless, as we've $50. learned, there's normally some sort of process unless you're like going to a puppy like fair, right? Where they're like, get rid of. Here's an adoption fair. Just take them. They're yours. Yeah, take this asshole off our hands. So we're gonna now travel to Brazil, guys. Ah, Brazil. Where a dog became an employee. Why are we giving this dog a job? Well, you see... (laughs) You know, okay. Hang on. Hold on a second. You know how many dogs have been mayors of American cities? You don't really have to do a job, so though, when you're a dog mayor. So, okay, hang on, hang on, wait a second. So, a dog got a job at a Hyundai dealership in Brazil. How he got this job is he was a stray dog around this dealership. He was an adorable stray job who showed stray up. Job. Yep. Stray dog. Yep. Who, owner no, of... Job. The manager of the Hyundai dealership, Emerson Morano, um, began feeding this stray pup mm-hmm. and began posting some pictures. And then he decided that, you know what, this dog is so good. The dog, like, befriended customers, would follow people around while they looked for cars. He's like, I'm adopting this dog. This is my dog this now. Is- give the dog a tie. I'll show you a picture of the dog in his work uniform. Okay. He does. He, he has a couple. Um, he named the dog after the popular compact SUV, the Tuscan. Okay. So this dog is Tuscan. His name is Tuscan. And he became a professional. Consultant is his job title. Oh, my God. That's cute. Isn't that cute? And you were saying you did. And here's the dog in his name match. <laughs> oh my god. Uh huh, and you were mocking him. And this is him answering phone calls. Who is mocking me? Heath. Oh. <laughs> oh, I guess the dog wanted a job. It's the fine. dog wanted a job. He answers phones. Um he apparently Hello. Yes. So Tuscan the dog was a humble stray who wandered into a car dealership looking for employment. Look, and this just goes and to show. Emerson was homeless, like, yes. Just get a job. Yeah. 
No. Be a cute puppy and beg for food, and then yeah. someone might adopt you. If you're cute, it might work out. Oh, my God. That's the real message we're selling, right? Exactly, yeah. That's terrible. Lordy Lord. For homeless. Yeah. Anyway. It worked out for this dog. So in Brazil, they saved this one dude saved a dog, and he now works for his Hyundai dealership, and it's very cute and touching. Yeah, it's very cute. It's very cute. I accept. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon.com slash PetParentsPod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. PetParentsPod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link BarkBox.com slash PetParentsPod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Now we're going to move to a, I think this is back in the U.S. Moving it back. I don't see where this is. I think this is back in the U.S. If I read further, I'll find out. So um, what happened was uh, a family, uh, a mom, a dad, three kids, a couple dogs, Adopted an elderly 20-year-old cat named Dexter. I love Dexter. Dexter was 20. He's 20 years old. And they had him for two whole years, and he brought great light and joy to their life. Mm -hmm. And they... He he was 22. He lived a good life. He lived 22 whole years old. Mm -hmm. And then, while they were in town a bit after Dexter's death... Mm -hmm. um, the seven-year-old son of the family noticed a, it's called a best friends, I assume that's the foster agency poster in town, basically going, save a life, foster some fuzz. Mm -hmm. And he looked at his mom and was like, we should foster kittens. And his mom's like, okay, we can foster kittens. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they became basically a bunch of, they from the impact of, adopting a senior cat and learning the love and rescuing because I, I will say that is a hard cat to place yeah that is definitely yeah. a hard cat to place and they took that into their care and they now foster a bunch of cats and kittens um hey there cool cats and kittens here's a picture of the uh, one of their batches of kittens with their dogs yeah. big fluffy dog I'm trying to see if there's a number uh, so they have, according to this article, they they have now fostered at least over sixty different kittens. Jeez. So, like from a single senior rescue Dexter who touched their heart, they were like, "Well, we have I, to foster I guess this is our life now. We have to continue to foster kittens, and no because my <clears throat> um, it wasn't mentioned." Mm -hmm. Giving them back. Oh. Mm. 
No, uh, but they Dexter do keep in... their only foster fail. Yes. Uh, but they do keep in touch with a lot of the families they foster out to. So they get to see the journey of their lives. And I will say, I guess it's nice to, like, be on that kitten high your entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought Not that... that breath. Yep. So I thought that was a sweet tale about how a senior adoption, which are hard to do, turned into a touching story of basically a forever... Like fostering revolving door of foster, foster kittens, foster homes, and also Which the is fact, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that a seven year old went, I don't want a kitten, let's foster kittens, is a really good like like to teach your kid at that young mm-hmm. that we're not going to keep them, we're just going to find them homes. Very mature. It's so yeah. mature. It's wonderful. Also, I guess you are securing yourself a revolving door of kittens. Yes, True. you're always going to be kittens. They're not the same kittens. But always kittens. But also, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes fostering kittens, they don't all survive. Yeah, that's Because right. that is... So, there's a lot of... Sh- real cozy with mortality. Well. Most of them do, though. So, this is an article from 2015. I say that only because we're going to Russia, kids. Oh, In Russia. the past. Right. The past Russia that doesn't... Well. Well. We're anyway, gonna, we're going to talk about a cat who saved a baby. Yay! Look, Russian cats are built different. <laughs> um, so, Masha is a long-haired tabby Masha, cat. Yes. Who was a... Lo- Sorry, I won't do that. Was a local community cat on the sh- on the street in Russia. They didn't actually tell me the street. Uh, you wouldn't have been able to pronounce Probably not. Um, Obnisk City is, I guess, the city it was in. Right. And basically, uh, this cat was wandering around the streets, and she climbed into a box and found a, like, a abandoned baby there. Oh. And because she crawled into the box, because this is in winter, by the way, guys. Oh. She oh, curled no. up with the baby and kept the baby warm because she's a big, fluffy, warm kitty. So it was like a human baby. It was a human baby. In a, in a, abandoned in a cardboard box in oh, winter in Russia. My lord. And Masha heard it crying and goes, oh, a baby. I must sit on it and Hello, tiny warm. human. Except in Russian. I will cuddle. There's a baby. Hello, tiny human. Hello. I will cuddle you. You're so soft and warm. Yes. I will cuddle with you now. Well, you'll stop screaming. So, thankfully... You scream. I I snuggle. Thankfully, Masha found it fairly early on. They can can guess the baby was only outside for a few hours. Okay, yeah. Still rough. But without Masha, he, like, the baby would not have survived. Mm -hmm. Um, And because she was a community cat, one of the neighbors had come out and was like... Saw Masha poking her head out of the box and was like, oh, here, Masha. Like, trying to, like, come and pet. And Masha didn't move from the box. So that made the resident think something was wrong with Masha. And that's what led the resident to the box. Masha's like, I have a job. I can't go to you. Come come here. Um, Somehow I ended up with a child. (laughs) Help me. I can't. I, I believe it's illegal to abandon this child, so I have to stay in this yeah, box. Yeah, <laughs> I'm now. Uh, I'm stuck. I'm now. It's like picking up a piece of trash off the ground. It's like if you throw it back where you found it, you have now. To, it's your now. Fault. It's your yeah. litter. Yeah. So the baby was. <laughs> really, in, I'm so sorry for these metaphors. <laughs> so yes, Masha managed to hail down a local resident. The mm-hmm. residents got the baby to the hospital. Only well, Masha had raised her little paw. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. She, she was too busy keeping that paw over the bare skin of the baby, yeah. protecting it from frostbite. Yellow human, please yes. come to get the baby. 
everyone in the block was very proud of Masha, and they spoiled her by giving her extra food that week. Of her brave, yeah. So there are good there there are good people in Russia, mainly cats. This this episode (laughs) is giving me dopamine. I really like it. Thank you. Yeah. And Masha's like, actually, it was mutually beneficial because we were sharing warmth. Yes. In this cold winter. In this cold winter, even though yes. I chose to refuse to leave the baby and summon a, a stranger yeah, no, to I, help. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not actually diminishing. That. It's a very good job. <laughs> Ma- Masha yeah. did a good job. We are. We are not besmirching the name of Masha. Yeah, yeah it's we, very impressive. We all agree that Masha is is incredible and a hero. Yes, a hero cat saves baby. Yeah, but baby survived to a hospital. What about that uh, that one cat that saved the kid? From the dog attack. On oh, yeah, video. I've seen that video. Yeah, yeah the internet video oh, yeah. where yeah, the, the kid's just boy. walking, and then a do- like a was it, it was like a it was like some sort of mix. It looked like a like yeah, a lab like, right? like a German Shepherd lab. Kind yeah, of some thing. sort of stray. It was some sort of stray. Some dog. Of they came up and like grabbed the kid by the leg, and, like, and then that cat like tried to jumped it. Oh yeah, he, like chased it off. Loosely yeah. kicked it in the face and was like, and not chased today. It the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. that's that's a good cat that protecting was, its person. It's always very impressive when cats are like super aggressive towards animals much bigger than themselves. Yeah, when they step up and like fight bears. Yeah, and just by out of sheer confidence and aggression. Yeah. I want to have the confidence of a house cat. It's all I ask for. You just, just want to be able to stick your butt in everyone's just, face and I just pet me. put my raw butt on everything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> pet my butt. Oh my god. That's gosh. what Loki wants. He comes up and he's just like, look at my asshole. And I'm look like, thanks. You see Loki. this right here? That's my butthole. <laughs> I see it. Thank you. Could you sit there? You are down? blessed. You're welcome. You have been blessed by the image of my butthole in your brain. (laughs) So the next blessing we're going to talk about is how a African Grey um, basically saved the mental health of a um, senior with some um, basically really rough medical conditions. I just wanted to say, though, about that baby. Imagine that origin story. Oh, when I was an infant, I was saved by a cat. Oh, yeah. A cat wrapped its gross... Fur around my face. No, I don't think I would say gross. <laughs> I was saved and rescued by Masha the cat. I think that would be a great. And I'm very sad, but you know, focus on the cat safety. Yes. You. Yeah. Hopefully, that kid found a good home. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't so. know how that works. Over there. I don't. I don't think because again, you can't. You can't pick it up off the street and then put it back where you found it. You got to take it somewhere. Yeah, it went the to a hospital. Just get a bit older and then come back and live in the community with the cats. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. That's not good for human beings. That's what the child. The child went and found Masha, its true mother. I am. Sorry, I have imprinted on you. Uh, I just. It took me a while to like develop enough independence and you know walking abilities and stuff mm. to be able to come back to you. Masha, you are my true mother. So we're gonna cut to Pat Myers. Pat, 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 another Pat. (laughs) Not Patrick Stewart. Pat Pat Myers. Okay. She is a widow who had been undergoing treatment for an inflamed artery in mm-hmm. her temple, which affected her vision and stamina. Oh, I so can she imagine. was having trouble. I can imagine that was super uncomfortable and painful. Yeah. And so she lived alone and her kids were adults, so of course they came by and checked, but they couldn't stay with her all the time. Mm-hmm. And she was starting to um basically get very depressed because she couldn't really leave her house much and she just felt a, she, one of the quotes is um she had to give up her business and her 
home began to feel oppressively silent and empty. And so she talked, she told her daughter this and her daughter's like, well, why don't we get you a pet? And she's like, well, I don't have a strength for a dog because I can't take them on walks. Mm -hmm. I'm allergic to cats. Fish won't do anything. And her daughter's like, well, what about birds? We can get you a parrot because they're very social. And so they got her an African <clears throat> gray. The African gray's name is Cassie. Yeah. And so Pat started talking to the bird a lot. And African grays can actually learn language. And she also didn't realize how much she talked because the a certain phrases Cassie learned uh, really surprised her. Right. Um, like, for instance, anytime Cassie started going near the door, um, I'm sorry, anytime Pat started going near the door, Cassie started going, where are my glasses? Where are my purse? Where are my glasses? Where are my purse? Aww. Because there was her <laughs> thing she would say when she'd go by the door. Where are my glasses? Where are my purse? And anytime she would return from the errand, she got greeted with, Holy smokes, it's cold out there. Oh, oh no, Cassie. I love it. Yes, and Cassie disliked being caged with Pat, often let her just roam free in the house. Right. And they had a very good, connective relationship. Um, one time, though, uh, she had a plumber over, and the plumber did not know about Cassie, and oh. she was in another room. Uh -huh. No, 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 this is funny. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm just worried about this bird The thing out. is, the parrot can imitate Ka uh, Pat's voice. Uh -huh. Right, right. And so, the, Cassie basically came in the room, started going, one potato, two potato, three potato, four. And the plumber's like, what? Don't poo on the rug! Oh, my God. <laughs> and the plumber pulled himself out from under the sink, and he's like, hey, ma'am, lady, stop playing games with me. And the thing is, um, because Cassie had three rooms, she could go in and out, so... He didn't see the bird at first, and she's like, oh, I need to introduce you to Cassie. Mm -hmm. And she introduced him to Cassie, and he was like, wow, that bird's crazy. He's like, that's amazing. When, For instance, when she brought him... I was him, really insulted. I was very <laughs> I confused. Was genuinely concerned. <laughs> like, when she brought the crazy. plumber to meet Cassie, what she said was, what's going on around here? What's going on? What's going on around here? That's so cute. And there was another Delicious. instance where Cassie was also pulling pranks on Pat. Oh, my goodness. Because we mentioned she she had something affecting her vision, so it was hard for her to hear. But she kept hearing the phone ring, and she go to pick it up, and then she got the dial tone. And then the next time, it happened again and again and again, and it took her way too long. But the third morning, she realized oh what was going on. Cassie learned to mimic the phone flawlessly. Mm. That's yeah. kind of terrible, actually. Uh, like, it would just be really annoying. What a rude parrot. Ah, uh, phone call. Oh, obnoxious. Okay. That's Amazing. funny, though. Mm -hmm. But also just uh, depending on the frequency. No. Yep. So also I love it. Something... I love Cassie and Pat. Yes. Uh, one time, apparently, Cat had swore. <clears throat> and Aww. she looked at Cassie and was like, forget you heard that. I didn't say that. I never said that. And Cassie didn't say anything. And then they were having a visit from a real estate oh, no. agent. Mm -hmm. oh, no. And then Cassie started screaming the swear word from the dead. Can't! <laughs> it, just, it just has the fake expletives, so... Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. That's a very smart bird. Yes. So this bird... Uh, this bird uh, helped save this poor lonely woman's existence who had lost her husband going through severe medical issues and her adult kids couldn't necessarily spend the time 
that they might have wanted to to help support her with this. Right. And she had her friend Pat and Cassie together forever, as Cassie swears in the background. Yep. Playing pranks. Amazing. Yep. Translate, please. Okay, so we're going international again. Um, we are going to... Where are we going? Where is the country? That's the city. I don't know where that city is. I need the country. I think it's Turkey. I'm gonna say Turkey. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. You guys can check the thing. Everyone do your own research. You can check the article. I'm gonna leak. Yeah, no, it's Turkey. Okay, so during a very bad winter storm, a group of locals turned the entrance to the mall into a shelter for stray animals. They lined it with food, cardboard boxes, and blankets, and would check on the dogs through the night to make sure they were okay. Um, because of a very bad storm. And right. uh, it was run by, I'm not going to say that poor lady's name, um, an animal lover said, in search of a warm place for sh uh that the search for she was looking for a place to try to house strays during the storm mm -hmm. and then they found the area that they were allowed to use by the I guess local mall right. and they set up a bunch of donations for food and blankets and I think it's just you guys can scroll and look at all these cute puppies strapped in blankets <laughs> During a Mishka. a little, a little bit. bit. So it's just about some. This is a very light detail story about some oh. local Turkish animal enthusiasts spending their save babies who went to save babies during a really rough winter storm. No, and I'm not gonna try to pronounce any of the names. I'm gonna That's link so the article. Weird. People can read it. Good job. Mm -hmm. Thanks for taking care of your animals, Turkey. They're so cute. They have like little fleece blankets and like throws and they have like cardboard boxes laid out so everyone's like up off the cement and they're just kind of sleeping in front of big like elegant mall window displays and I think it's just touching and heartwarming. Yes. Yes. So precious. So our last story is probably something people have heard but I still want to toss it in. We're going to talk about zoo animals, specifically cheetahs. <gasps> Did you know that? Yep, it's cheetahs. <laughs> Your favorite thing. Wow, that uh, so, startled Sydney. I'm so sorry. Did you, <laughs> I didn't mean to tear it Did freeze. you know that baby cheetahs actually suffer from strong anxiety attacks? Uh, yes. And that they're very shy and... Mm -hmm. Um, because cheetahs don't normally actually, they're not packed animals. No. They, uh, normally will stay with their mother and adolescents, and then maybe during young adolescence, they might hang out in, like, little groups together. Right. But overall, they're pretty solitary. Yeah, they're cats. 
So something at least zoos have run into an issue, especially in breeding programs for cheetahs, they realize that cheetah cubs have a ton of anxiety and because they tend to have like one cub per litter, mm-hmm. they ended up coming up with this idea of having each cheetah have an emotional support dog. Yep. These yep, are specially yep, yep. selected yeah. puppies. And they're puppies, they're, and they put them up with the cheetah baby, and then they're best friends for life. Well, kind of. Except the cheetahs live longer than dogs, don't they? Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. Most of the time, cheetahs actually only need... I have another article about why... They're temporarily best friends, and then the dogs are very sad. No, no, no. It's not even that. Okay. Uh, so they will spend time... So the puppies don't just live in the enclosure. It's like play dates with them. Right. I would hope so, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they do a very slow... I mean, well, that small, yeah, but... They also do a very slow introduction, like, through glass doors before mm. they allow them to play with each other. And as they're <laughs> growing up and playing together, what normally happens is because of how brave dog, how, how brave and normally not skittish dogs are, yeah. they tend to just, like, run forward, and it gives a lot of confidence for the cheetah to follow them and be like, oh, this isn't scary. You're not dead. Right. You walked over there and you didn't die. I guess I could also walk over there and not die. Well, I guess I can take a peek. And hey, Larry, what'd you see over there? Well, it's a bunch of not not murder stuff. All right, I'll go, I'll go check it out. I'll go check it out. You would have died I trust if you, it was, Larry. yeah, yeah. I yeah. trust you. You, you test know what's everything what. out. You, you know what's what. Yes. And um, when they're not why making... Is the, why is the cheetah from Milwaukee? I don't know. And when the I dogs... I think there's cheetahs in Milwaukee. <laughs> See, look, I am strongly invested in the Milwaukee cheetah scene. <laughs> so when the dog is not playing with the cheetah, they're socialized and trained by owners and humans, and they get a lot of dog and human socialization as well. Um, once everything is, like pretty sure they're good especially when they start getting older they'll let them hang out together but normally the cheetahs actually lose the need for an emotional support animal when they're about two okay but um a lot of zoos still like regularly let the dogs and cheetahs visit and they still like recognize yeah they recognize them as friends but they're like i'm a i'm off in college now i don't need my blankie every time i go to college mom it's a significant Mm. portion of the dog's life though yeah yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm I opening. Mean, by then, you're like a fully grown dog, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, I spent my whole growing up and adolescence with cheetah, and now you're just <laughs> too whole... big for me." Okay, <laughs> we're out of this friendship. I see whole cheetah. Did you see the um the viral video of the two dachshunds that ran up to the adult male lion? Yes, and they're like That's very best cute. friends. Yes. The dachshund presented his soft belly underside to the yeah. lion. The lion's like, my 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 bro fam. I would have been so terrified for the dog. So. <laughs> the dog is just like, hey, look at my tender vittles. Yeah. You can you can you can do whatever you want to that. <laughs> I trust you. So you I shouldn't <laughs> I have an article that explains kind of more of the why behind it and okay. I'm gonna read a little bit from that. Please. The dog and cheetah spend multiple hours per day together, but they also get time apart as well. This allows the dog to spend time with humans and other dogs and allows the cheetah to learn to function on its own comfortably. So it's like they have the right. play time, and then it's like, okay, now you you, you are on your own. Okay, so they're still balanced. Yeah, they're balanced. Yeah. Interestingly. They're, they're teaching the dog like is the bridge apart. to cheetah's independence. Yes, basically. Okay. Interestingly. Just grown apart. 
So, right. but what's interesting, most accounts <laughs> actually report that the dog is the dominant member of the relationship of the two. Okay, yeah, because the cheetah babies have anxiety. Yes, yeah. and they're also... I'm the cheetah baby. <laughs> they're like, hey, we're going to go over there. And they're like, okay, I guess yep. so. Drag yep. you to the party. Dude, so I cute. see. I am a cheetah. I um, am a cheetah. <laughs> so they do actually get separate meal times, but it is not because they're worried about the cheetah attacking the dog. They are more worried about the dog stealing the food from the That's cheetah fair. because of the dominant personality. That's fair. Right. That dog's like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, clearly this pushover will let me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you're skittish. I'll just eat your food, too. Yeah. And most do separate the dog from cheetah permanently around <clears> two <throat> years old, but some do keep them together all their life. It just depends on the program. And it probably also depends on the it depends, friendship. Yeah, it depends on the friendship. <laughs> Separating them decreases the chance of de- aggression developed from the cheetah, and generally cheetahs no longer require the extra emotional support of the dog by that age. Right. The separ- cheetahs are eventually like, I am the strong one now. And um, the separation is started ahead of time as a very slowly decreasing time of the two animals spending together to prevent stress. So then I'll just like rip right. away the dog yeah. and be like, you have no dog now, slap yeah. Go be independent, Steve. Slap right in the face. They've grown apart in yes. their friendship. And the dogs are normally adopted out, often by zoo member staff. You want a cheetah-friendly dog? Yep. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I do. do. Absolutely 1,000%. They get it. They get my job. Yes. That was my last story to end on about the unlikely friendship of a cheetah and a dog. That's and I kind of liked finding the article that explained more of the why behind it yeah, and right. not just like, oh, little baby in the babies. Because yeah, not these, just pictures. Not just cute pictures. I mean, cute pictures they are great. They are great. They yeah. are great. Yeah. Little fluffy retriever with a thing. Yeah. Oh, so can't good. Beat that. You can't beat that. It's yeah. real good. So here it is. My happy, promised, good, lighthearted episode. You could share this with anyone. We have hero cats, hero dogs, a hero bird, working dogs. We got fucking hero birds. We got Pat Stewart on the case of the pit bulls in England. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna legalize it, guys. Legalize it. Pit bulls. <laughs> your blood pressure. But, I, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know what accent. That, that, was, that, was, I, I, that I, was supposed I, to be Jamaican, I realized. That wasn't. I thought you were trying to do a Pat Stewart for a second, and I was like, that's a no, weird one. That wasn't that good. I think if I tried to do Patrick Stewart, I would probably end up sounding like Sean Connery. Try, I'm curious. Nope. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, are both Brit- they are both <laughs> technically Stewart. from Great Britain, even though they're from different islands. Oh, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. Because technically yeah, they own Scotland. They own Scotland. Britain. Yeah. They took it over. Yeah, as they, they took came, over a lot of things. You know what they did to uh, that uh, that one fellow, blue paint. You mean Braveheart? Yep, they four corners to let the people know, and that's when they rose up and were like, no. "So happy episode!" <laughs> wow. Okay. It went dark Yay! there. Um. Yeah. So, Heath, where can people find us for other happy and definitely not dark episodes that we never do? Uh, never do. We never. never. And we Ever. always stay on topic. Every single time we stay on topic. Don't worry, guys. Next episode, I actually don't know what the next episode is, so we'll find out. Just like you. Hey! Uh, PetParentsPod.com. Tell your friends and family who like animals about us. Mm. Uh, We also are on Twitter, Facebook, and Discord, and you can email us at PetParentsPod at gmail.com. As always, 
we will continue to get better and try not to do too many depressing episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. gave you a happy one. You so get one. You get one. That's one all a month. You get. Next episode is going to be about animals no. that survived World War Two. Uh, we kind of done some World War Two. Really. All right. Yeah. Next episode is going to be. Are you going to do a research topic episode, Kip? I'm going to. You're supposed do to be doing the outro. An episode <laughs> on. The, you're starting you know at the beginning goodbye, of it. everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Perfect.